I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billy every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. And right now, I got an actor slash producer. I looked at this man resume and it's like I couldn't stop scrolling down. I mean, it was like, Jesus Christ. I'm, and that was like over 60 credits, but I could imagine these things you didn't get credit for that's on the list. Like, it's crazy, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Kareem J. Grimes, man. It was really good, boy. Good, Mr. Vegas. Oh, man. Life is good. I can't complain, man. Pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, thank man. you for having me. Man. It was crazy, man. Like, when I saw you at Jahan's mm-hmm. little party or whatever, and then I was like, yo, I know this dude. And like literally like a month ago I saw the preachers on okay. Netflix okay. and I remember your role in there okay. and I was like, Oh snap, that's that's I know you right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know where I get that from. I think it's like a New York thing. Like I'm always gotcha. good with faces, never with names, but gotcha. I remember yeah, you. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. That's dope, man. <laughs> I did see something on your IMDB that blew my mind and uh-huh. I wanted to ask, was Boys in the Hood your first role? Yeah, actually Boys in the Hood was my first official um Role, man. That's crazy. Boys in the Hood. I know y'all remember that. Yeah, man. Shot that. Shoot, that was 88, 89, man. So that's just dating myself. That's how long I've been in the game. Yeah, yeah, That's awesome. What was your What was your role in it? Because I was trying to find clips of you, and I couldn't find it for nothing. Man, uh, I was a little kid with the Jerry Curl wig. So when Doughboy and them got arrested. When they found the body? You want to see a dead body? But it's when he got arrested okay. for stealing. Um, I had a Jerry Curl wig, man. Had to turn back. I was like, yo, man, what happened? That was me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so my title in the movie was Ice Cream Truck Kid. I saw that and I was like, well, I ain't seen no ice cream truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be behind us or on the side. So yeah, man, that was my first um, first major film, man. So a wow. lot of good memories, dude. Like, literally. I, I, I put it on my Instagram. I, I remember when Ice Cube came on set mm-hmm. and he was working on the soundtrack. Yeah. He actually spit How to Survive in the South Central acapella in front of like John and the crew. It yeah. was super dope. Like I, I remember to this day he had on like the Levi's, yeah, the yeah. Nike Air Flight high tops yeah. with the uh, polo shirt button up, the Jerry Curl and he had the uh, Raiders hat. Mm-hmm. It was like a super dope Raiders emblem like, like a, 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 a old Brush metal, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was dope, man. Like literally, I be, I remember like it was yesterday. So that's crazy. That's yeah. history, right? Yeah, there, yeah, man. Now, Absolutely. did you book that role yourself, or did you have an agent back even back? Funny then? thing, man, is uh, this is the story. I was uh, I was an extra. So okay. my mom had a good friend of hers that um, did a lot of casting for extra work and got me on there as an extra. Mm-hmm. And um, I spent maybe like two and a half weeks on that and I want to say the second week uh, we were having lunch we were just doing a scene we were having lunch and uh, John Singleton came up to me he was like yo man seems a cool kid and I'm gonna give you some lines and I was like word? Wow. I was like alright cool so you know I told my mom my mom was excited I was excited and shit after lunch man it was these are your lines, and this is what the scene is, and from that point on, man, it was on. 
that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, like yeah, that was the yeah. spark. Was like, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, do absolutely. Yeah, yo, that should just motivate me even more. Bro. Yeah, absolutely, like, dude. Was it? Was that? Was acting your first dream? Did you always want to be acting even back then? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, younger man, I used to just entertain my mom's friends, family uh, every time. And um, once again, I'm dating myself. They, you know, that my family used to call me Little Flip Wilson. Okay. So, uh, for those that don't know, Google him. Very funny comedian. Um, legend. Yeah, legend. So um, that's that's where it started. And that's where I got I, I, I got big with the bug, man. So mm. just performing. And I would go to my cousin's house, and they would have celebrities over there. We would, like, literally perform in front of them. Wow. And it was just like, yo, this is what I want to do. Mm. And, you know, cats that I grew up with were, were doing it. My good friend, uh, good friend of mine, uh, Marlon. Taylor, he was, he was doing it. Yeah, My boy Garland, and it's a bunch of other uh, cats, <clears throat> cats that, I, uh, that grew up with uh, in this business, man. They, they started before me, but you know, uh, but yo, this is what I want to do. Right. No, that's that's what's up, man. Yeah. Like it's crazy how those little things in your life, like performing, and yeah, like Absolutely. you don't realize you're performing. You just yeah, you do it. You do. Yeah, you, you you having fun doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um. You know, from that point on, it was just like I told my mom, hey, this is what I want to do. And, you know, like any parent, it was like, listen, if you're serious, we'll do it, but you got to keep your grades up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, all right, cool. So, mine was the same thing, man. But yeah. mine was music, and okay. my mother was always like, make sure you have the background. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, listen, man, my plan B is plan A. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going hard for this. You know, but I, as I got older, I started realizing the importance of education and yeah. saving your money and stuff like that. So yeah. I jumped into sales, but I did that for 10 years. But then it's like, I got to a point where I started realizing my dreams became part-time and my job was full-time. And gotcha. I wasn't happy. I was yeah. making money, but I wasn't happy. Yeah. So yeah. I came to LA and the rest is history. You there know it what I'm saying? There it so, is. You're the right spot, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, man I'm coming right across spot. people like you, Jahan. And, uh -huh. Everybody, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody's like just showing me a lot of love, a lot Absolutely. of positive energy. Absolutely, man. You know what I'm saying? Like even when I, when I met this dude quickly, I was like, look, I got this podcast. I'm trying to get you on the show. First, his response was when you want to do it. Straight like that. Like it feels that easy with everybody. My next guest would be Denzel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just, uh, you know, I think we just have to embrace, you know, embrace each other as far as... Um, when in this business is very tough. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's also a stigma that sometimes we're like, oh, I don't want to help this person or this person may get this or whatever. And it's just like for me, growing up in the era that I grew up in, man, it's just about being able to just embrace um, help mm -hmm. um, and, you know, be of any help of service, especially if somebody is definitely working towards a goal. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, God's definitely gonna bless you for that, you know what I'm saying? Just for having that type of, you know, pureness in your heart yeah. to do that, you know what I mean? But where are you from? Where are you originally from? Man, I'm from Inglewood, California. Uh, born and raised. Inglewood, I was up in real for it. Yeah. 99th and Crenshaw, right mm. around the corner from the farm and where they're building a new stadium. Mm. Um, that's, that's, that's where it all started. And then from there on, just kind of moved around LA uh, off of uh, Buckingham. From Buckingham to Lamert Park, mm -hmm. from Lamert Park to Ball Hill, yeah, 
And uh, yeah, man. So that's 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 where it's at. I'm actually really from LA, and people are like, "Yo, you're like a unicorn," like, because <laughs> everybody, you know, LA's melting pot. Everybody is from somewhere, mm-hmm. and when they meet somebody that's actually from LA, they're like, "Yo, you like you really from LA?" Yeah. Usually, sometimes you like, "Where you from?" And they'll be like, "Oh, I'm from Sherman Oaks." Or, Thousand Oaks or like way out in Fontana. I'm like, nah, you ain't yeah, 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 from LA. So, so yeah, man. That's why even in California, man. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, I meet a lot of people from different cultures. Yeah, like, especially like cultures, like international mm-hmm, people. It's mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you're, you're like the first person I met that says I'm from, from LA. LA. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah really from LA. Yeah. <laughs> so being in the game so long, yeah. what keeps you? motivated to keep going you know what i'm saying because some people give up some people go oh, those man. Up and it's uh it's you know what it's interesting because number one me being from here so i have a little foundation okay versus somebody moving out here who may not have family mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. it can be a little difficult right you don't have that support system that you can go to Right, but for me, it was just um, I actually love what I do. Mm-hmm. I tell people um, when I'm on set, even in the audition process, like I'm at, I'm, I'm in my element. You know, what I'm saying I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I put in the work, and that's what it, that's that's what motivates me and keeps me, you know, keeps me going. Man, is actually loving the craft. Mm-hmm. I love the craft. I right. love the craft of acting and what goes into it. Preparation and the work and mm-hmm. the long hours, like it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's I genuinely love it. Right. I love what I do, and I think when you love what you do, it doesn't. It's not work. Right. Right. You know? Not getting find a gift, you'll never work a day in your life. So. Yeah, as long as that gift is pain. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this though, man. For me, I've always had anybody that knows me. I've always had a job. Right, right, Like, right. literally, always had a job. Right, same here. And every job that I've had is always the side job. The main job is the career. That's what's up. The side job pays for the career. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to look at it. Right. Uh, I think sometimes we get caught up in our ego of, oh, I've done TV, I've done film, I don't want to work a job. Because mm-hmm. people may look at me a certain way. For me, I've never been that way. Mm-hmm. Ego goes out the door. At the end of the day, I'm going to work a job. I don't believe in being a starving actor. Like right. back in my day, it was just like, oh, I'm a starving actor. Wait tables or, or just chill until the yeah. next. And it's just like, I can't do that. I don't like top women. Yeah, yeah, it's facts, facts. facts. <laughs> <laughs> On the contract, right. I love top but I, I get what you're saying, you know, and just having that, like, I never said that, said those words like a starving artist. Mm-hmm. I felt that way before, you know, yeah. but being like, just for example, when I was in that sales job in the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. your salesman, you're in there, like, yeah. years, like I said, 10 years doing sales. Yeah. So you're amongst people, and then it's like, you're saying, yeah, I want to rap this, then the third, but you're doing this. So it's like, you're afraid that they might look at you with disbelief of you wanting to do this mm-hmm. but you're doing this and I got it and at times it discouraged me but then you know 
being fired was the best thing that ever happened to me yeah. at that point. Cause yeah. when, but then that motivated, like, right, I'm going to show y'all, and then I came here. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think sometimes, too, man, it's like sometimes you can't share your dreams and goals with people because they may not understand it. Mm-hmm. And they may not be on that level of it can be done. Right. It can be achieved. So right. sometimes you just got to, you know, just got to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Definitely work your side hustle. But, you know, keep that, keep your, your dreams and goals to yourself and work your job once you leave, you know, put that energy towards what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I believe. That's what I've been doing f- for the past 10 plus years, um, you know, until I get to a point where, you know, it's, you know, series regular and I don't have to work a side job mm-hmm. or, you know, do a big film and I don't have to work a side job. So, mm-hmm. um, through my career, I've, I've worked huge films and didn't have to work for a year or two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, as you get older, you're like, yo, okay, I got all this money and I'm going through it. Yeah. So you always want to have something on the side just in case that, you know, you, you do a good, you do a, you do a big film or whatever. Maybe you may not have to work for a year mm-hmm. or two, but you don't want to spend all that money. You still mm-hmm. want to have something that, hey, I can put this away as a, a little safety net, a little war chest, mm-hmm. work a little side gig. May not have to work a whole bunch of hours, but just something that can, you know what I'm saying, add on to what I have. Right. That's that's what I've been doing, man. And literally, um, you know, at one time, man, I mean, still, I, you know, I work two, three jobs. Right. You know, no, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, I got my side hustle. Like, I noticed LA is a lot of like startup companies or whatever mm-hmm. that allow mm-hmm. you to yeah. have that freedom mm-hmm. and work mm-hmm. at your own. Yeah, time. like left Uber, Uber yeah. Eats, yeah, yeah, the car, yeah. all that. So you know, I do that. I'm all that. Listen, like, after this, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I was, I was one of the first Lyft drivers in LA. Say words. So like crazy. when it first came out here, I was that dude that had the pink mustache. <laughs> oh my God! I had a BMW and I had the pink mustache. And my friend was like, "Yo, you gonna put that thing on?" There? I was like, "Listen, man, who cares?" Like. Right. Bro, I'm over here making four, five hundred a week. Mm. I keep a pink mustache. Easy. Now it's like it's flooded. Yeah. Everybody doing living. Yeah. But I was telling people back then, mm-hmm. like, yo, you may want to get on that, but everybody was like, no, I don't want to do it because I don't want the pink mustache. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But hey, well, it's a pink mustache wearing, getting money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. So you know, and that's one thing. That's what I was talking about, like the ego. Yeah, got to take the ego out of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what? You know what I mean? You, you, you're making a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? You're not starving. You're not asking and borrowing for money. Mm. You're actually making, you know, easy money. So, yeah. You know? Your own money. Yeah, exactly. your own money. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Yeah. So now with all those roles that I saw, like on IMDb, are you mm-hmm. working those on your own? Or is it, are you let your agent handle Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Kind of do it. No, I've, I've, I've had, a, I've had, I would say, um, 80%. 80%, 90% agent, 10% uh, personal relationship. That's what's um, Preacher's son. Okay. Uh, on Netflix, yeah, check it out. Netflix, definitely check that out. Personal relationship. Okay. Um, a company, uh, Tridestin Films, um, Indy, Indy Brown, Jones, Trey Haley, uh, Greg Anderson. Um, like, they, they have a studio. Mm. They, you know, definitely looked out for me. You know, it was just like I didn't even have to audition. It was just like, yo, we got a role. You know, we know you'll be good for it. So, you know, here. So, yeah, man. And 
that's that's been like from Preacher Son to uh, Perfect Combination. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, like those have just been like offers. Yeah. So I've just been blessed. What about the Man in Three B? Was that same thing? It was all So that's Tridestin. Mm-hmm. Tridestin Films. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was a dope movie. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A little thriller. Carl Weber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's the dude from um, Greenleaf. The, the, the oh, main Lamont record. Lamont oh, record. Okay, that's yeah, the record. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Tridesta Films, they're doing a bunch of Carl Weber, who is a um, black author who's been number, a New York Times bestseller. Nice. So, they, they're doing a, a, a few of, like, pretty much his books, mm-hmm. like a book series. So. Also, that's amazing. Yeah, that's so a bunch of content. Yeah, at 3B, Preacher's Son, what um, up? so many like oh family business mm. just finished so yeah hmm. it's a lot so have you thought about like you know writing your own scripts and, and like expanding yeah, your yeah actually uh, I, I've, I've done that um uh, my my partner my boy uh Burbick mm. uh, Deculus we've man listen I'm talking about 10 plus years ago this is literally 2000 2003 2004 mm-hmm. maybe right after baby boy or a little no 2000 2000 2001 2000 me and my boy Bird we did we did an independent film man called John Chicken no you did Chicken good luck if you can find it yeah. oh, it's not on YouTube right <laughs> no no it's a, it may be on YouTube but uh Jive Chicken was about uh we wrote it and it was about a dude who owned the chicken wings <laughs> yeah and the characters that worked in that joint so yeah. um, we actually did that on our own man like no put up the money shot it ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, wrote the script, the whole nine. So mm-hmm. I've done a few of that, uh, short films, Me is Manimal, um, it follows a guy who, you know, uh, off of, based off a true story, a guy that we worked with. Yeah. This dude had two women that mm-hmm. he lived with That's together. Yeah, no, yeah. And I was just like, how? And he was like, I just told him the truth. But it was just so interesting. It was so interesting that, that, um, that dynamic that was like, yo, we gotta, we gotta do something. So it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a short, but we actually took his kind of his life and kind of put it in more of a comedy form. So mm. that, um, yeah. So I've, I've been doing some independent stuff, um, some stuff that's been in some film festivals. So um, my partner and I, we have a script right now, which is a rom com. Okay. For me. So, What's rom com for people? Uh, romantic comedy. Okay, okay. Kind of, so um, I ain't know. I'm yeah, yeah. Lie. So, <laughs> so um, we have that. We just kind of sitting on that because right now we're working on our app. Um, we've been working on the app since 2015. So mm. we're about to release God willing next month. Maybe. Can you share some detail of the app? Or you know what? It's uh, I'll say this. It's going to change the face of messaging. Okay. Like literally, it's the next wave. Mm. So um, we've been working on it since 2015. Um, we bootstrap, raise money, did it ourselves. We're excited. Um, you know, I truly believe this app will be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that, you know, it's definitely going to get acquired for a, a whole lot of money, which is going to be able to set up to do the films and independent, you know, do it Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, we should tell more about that. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, 
yeah. go out and get some yeah, steak. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> absolutely. I'm always interested in investing in the companies that's there it is. before there it is. they blow there it up. Is. You know? There it is, yeah. Yeah, I see. You see Nas, he made like buku money off ring. Listen, man. You know, Nas' portfolio is ridiculous. Right, but you saw with the ring yeah, situation. Yeah, the ring situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amazon bought that. So, we know, he got a nice check. A nice check. Yeah, he dropped the album today. Okay, so I was on Instagram last night, okay. midnight, and I was seeing Nasir hashtag, mm-hmm. and when they did the uh, the album release in Queensbridge, yo, it's like two joints on there. I kept hitting me on the Instagram like, yo, I cannot wait to hear this song. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm gonna actually uh, go check it out, man. And, See what it is. See what Kanye cooked up for Nasir. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard one song. It was okay. it, was, it was more boom bap, okay. like okay. old old school hip hop. Okay. Nobody like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. it was it was it was straight. It was okay. straight. I got okay. I got to hear the rest of that. Okay, album, you okay. Know what I'm yeah. But the the, the the two songs that I heard, I was just like, okay, it got me head knocking. Like, all right, okay. All right. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I want to hear those. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I saw also on the IMDb like. Mm-hmm. Um, one either did you win an award at NAACP or yeah you yeah, won an yeah. award uh, oh, okay. for ensemble I did a play um, called well I, I won two awards I did a play called North on Central Ave mm-hmm. which is a period piece about um, uh, South Central okay back in the days back in the thirties and forties there mm-hmm. was like the Cotton Club on the West Coast mm-hmm. so everybody came from the East Coast. To the West Coast when they were here and mm-hmm. performed at this club, right? From Billy Mason to Billy, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Holiday mm-hmm. to like all the greats um, came to this club right over here on Central Avenue, mm-hmm. which is still there. They made it a historic, uh, a historic site, and they performed. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I did that for like a couple of years, and then I did another play called. Uh, Sassy Mamas, mm. uh, which is three older women get involved with three younger men. Mm. And uh, we actually won an NAACP image award. I mean, an NAACP theater award. Mm. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my two uh, my two awards, man. I'm, Congratulations. I'm proud, yeah, I'm proud of you, man. When I saw it, I was like, whoa, that's, yeah. that's, that's dope. Man. Yeah, man, I've been, I've been blessed to be a part of some great theater in L.A., even though L.A. is not a theater town. Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's a lot of plays going on here. Yeah, it is. You know, maybe now, not like a Broadway. Yeah, exactly. New York, like I said, it's definitely not like New York. But right. if you're if you're able to, you know, uh, be involved with uh, some some solid theater in LA, you know, it's definitely it definitely helps. It definitely keeps me on my toes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if I'm if it if the if it's slow, mm-hmm. jumping a play just to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to have that 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 live audience. Yeah, keep you on your toes. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had the pleasure to do a play out mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been focused more on TV and film, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. that's been working out great for me. But I definitely want to jump in the play because I'm used to being on the stage, like doing music, yeah, stuff, yeah, performing. Yeah. But I never acted on stage. Like that's that's a different. That's a, that's yeah. a different. That's a different um, beast because it's live. There's mm-hmm. no cut. Yeah. Do this again. No, what the what's the line? What's the line? Yeah. There's none of that. So you got to be on your A game. Um, but also too, I think you know people kind of look at you a little bit different if you do if you're able to do you know some plays because mm-hmm. you know it's like oh all right cool this is not just television and film it's I mean Denzel does plays you right know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so um, it, it keeps you on your toes it definitely keeps you on your toes you're in front of a live audience. 
you have to project to the back of the, to the back of the theater. So mm-hmm. it definitely helps in every aspect, especially if you're an actor. So that's what's up, man. Yeah. Thank you, fam. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I submitted for some having mm-hmm. got picked up. John B. Welch, if you can look that brother up, man. He has a he does a lot of plays out here. He, he packs it, mm-hmm. and he has some look. He has some some very great talent like Loretta Devine and like these type of people in the place. So it's just good to be around that type of energy and those type of, you know, artists just right. to be able to soak up and just soak up the game. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, the energy. Exactly. exactly. You just got to put that professional yeah, hat on. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Room, there it so. is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a yeah, fact. Yeah. But I, I, like I told you, man, I, I truly mm-hmm. enjoy Like I came out here for a TV and film. I wasn't... Okay. Hit to plays mm-hmm. back because in Tampa, like I'm originally from New York, gotcha, I wasn't gotcha. on the acting stuff. Gotcha. I was more on music. music gotcha. Yeah, and in Florida is when I discovered I can be an actor when I mm-hmm. did independent films. But still, there's no plays going mm-hmm. on out there. So when I came out here, it brought in my rise into doing plays. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just haven't jumped into it. Yet. Yeah, small theater is good, man. Mm-hmm. If you you know definitely just to get your feet wet. Small mm-hmm. theater is very good. Um, like I said, it. Um, it sharpens your skills, mm-hmm. um, especially for just memorization, and character study, the whole nine. So it's, it's always good to have that. I always tell people if you're coming into the business, you want to embrace everything within that. Right. Television, film, stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Voiceovers, everything. Yeah. So you never, you never want to limit yourself because. You may get into it and get, you know, like, oh man, I definitely want to do some plays, and you know, that can lead into television and film. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you never, you never want to limit yourself in that. So if you, if you're out here, try to, try to touch it yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, try to touch it all and say, hey, I did it, because it just, all it does, is just helps add to your resume. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People look at you a little bit different. Like, oh, okay, you did some plays, so you know, I can take them a little serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. um yeah, yeah, if you can, man, just small theater, community theater. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I see you work on that show on Saul, which mm-hmm. is a great show. By yeah, the way. describe yeah. your character on that show. Oh man, I played this cat named uh, Michael Doro, mm-hmm. uh, Michael, uh, aka Little Al. Michael Doro was best friends with uh, Orlando Anderson. Okay. Um, who everybody knows, pop, uh, pop, fault. Yeah, in Vegas. Um, but the crazy thing is that I actually met the real Orlando Anderson. <laughs> Funny story in college, this girl, uh, this girl I, I liked, mm. um, and uh, that was her boyfriend. And mm. at that time, I had, I used to go up to their dorm, hang out because they had roommates. And I happened to go up there one day, and her dude, and her dude was there, and it was Orlando Anderson. Wow! Like, you guys it up. Like, yeah, oh. I was just like, like, hey, what's going on, Orlando, Kareem, yeah. and that was it. Okay. Wow. But it's so crazy. Like I saw him, I saw him two times because he used to come up to the uh, campus. Yeah, and then like maybe like that f- couple of years later, I was just like, "Yo, like that's old dude I met." Like, wow, I didn't know that. Wow. So, but yeah, Michael Doro was uh, best friends with uh, Orlando Anderson. They're both. They grew up together. They're both from Southside. Mm-hmm. He was, as I did my research, he was like, he was a terror. Mm. Like he was, he was with the smoke, right? right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, but he he played a, you know, he played a role um, in that whole situation as far as, um, you know, 
he was an informant. Now he wasn't even an informant. He was more of a. He just got caught up when Orlando got killed. People thought it was more like retaliation from death row. Mm. But Orlando got killed by some other crips because mm. they owed him some money. Mm. And the story is Orlando's grandmother died that day. Mm. My character went over there to kind of cheer him up, get him out the house. Mm. And we ended up going to get something to eat and ended up at the car wash. See those dudes. Mm. I, I, you know, I see the dudes. He pulls up on him, mm -hmm. boom, words exchange. The first shot hits Orlando in the heart, kills mm -hmm. him. And my character retaliated and shot both of those guys. So my character is actually still alive doing like 47 years in prison. <laughs> so, you know, and they were pinning him for the murders, mm -hmm. those double murders. So, you know what I'm saying? but. Yeah, that's uh, Michael Durrell, aka Little Al, that was Orlando's uh, best friend, man. And, you know, any any if you look Michael Durrell, you'll see Michael Durrell and Orlando. So, yeah, that's that was my character. Uh, good friend of mine, uh, Jamie Turner. Mm -hmm. um, he wrote that episode, and I met Jamie Turner when I did uh, I did three seasons of The Shield. Okay, he was a writer. Yeah, young brother from Oakland, and. Uh, we just kind of kept in contact, man. That's and dope. It's, it's rare. Mm -hmm. It's rare. And I think at that point in, 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 like, last year, I was like, man, I'm about to work on my job. I was about to go on tour. Yeah. Doing some brand ambassador work. And he was like, yo, man, I'm working on something, man. I got a role for you. I think you'll be good for it. And mm -hmm. I was just like, all right, cool. And then someone was like, man, just stay here. And then, like, uh, two months later, I get a call for the audition. And I'm like, yo, I know this whole from uh, bad, bad boy because I was here. I was, right, in right. I was in the middle, not in the middle of it, but you I knew what was going on. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. And uh, auditioned for it and boom, ended up getting it, man. It was a blessing. And yes. big shout out to my boy Jamie Turner for thinking of me. And I mean, I was in this unsolved, man. So, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, like I said, I love that show, man. You yeah, yeah, it definitely gave people more of an insight mm -hmm. of what really went on because just hearing from the news media. If you if you were from LA mm -hmm. and you knew LA Caps, mm -hmm. you kind of knew what, like you knew the inside story yeah. that a lot of people didn't know. Right. And I knew that, like, cause I knew a lot of LA Cats. So I was, you know, hearing mm -hmm. certain things there. Yeah, so mm -hmm. when they brought that, you know, in the TV show, I was like, okay, yeah, this is official. Yeah. Like, they, they really got some good information that a lot of people didn't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what made it that's what made it a great show to watch. Yeah. And it kept people in tune, like, yo, I didn't know that happened. Mm -hmm. Or nobody said anything about this. So right. that's what made it that's what made it great. I like the point of view of it because you see the the one the, yeah. the biggie movie, yeah. the biggie side right. and right. Tupac right. side. Right. Yeah. This is from the police yeah. side. Yeah, this is from uh, Detective Poole and, 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 and Greg Caden, who I actually uh who I actually met. So mm -hmm. I was able to, you know, sit down and and gets a little bit more information on my character, Michael Duro. Mm. Um, so yeah. Do you think those murders will ever be solved? Big and Tupac. Mm. I mean, it's been like well over twenty years. Ago. Yeah, it's been over twenty years. Man. And they still, you know, it's so funny, man. It may come out twenty years from now. Who knows? <laughs> but I think they know. Mm -hmm. But it's just a cover. <laughs> you know, I, I it's, a, it's a it's a cold cover up. Yeah, it's a cold cover up. So that's yeah. crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. <laughs> who, did you like, who did you like better, Biggie or Tupac? Um, it's so funny, man. I uh, I equally love them both, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely Pac. Pac just when he rapped, mm-hmm. like you can feel his spirit and what he was saying. Like mm-hmm. that dude was just like amazing. But at the same time, like. Biggie, man, I was just like, my first time really hearing Biggie was uh, the movie Who's the Man with Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. He did Party of Bullshit. He did Party of Bullshit. I was like, Yo. That's a New York film. What you talking about that, yeah. LA? Listen, <laughs> maybe from Los Angeles, but I definitely follow hip hop culture from it, from the infancy. From the origins. So, yeah. the origins. So, <laughs> you know, I know about the Funky Four Plus One More. Mm. You know, DJ Red Alert, mm-hmm. Cool Hurt, mm-hmm. Fat, you know, Fabulous, uh, what is it? Fat Five. Fat, yeah, but like Fat Five Freddy. Like, yeah. I used to watch you on TV Raps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that was my gateway to really New York and, and fashion and, and hip hop. Right. So, watching those guys, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, listen, I. West Coast, but I I got some East Coast. I, I love the East Coast. That's you know what I'm saying. So, but yeah, my, my first time hearing Biggie was Party of Bullshit. That was his first record, and I was like, yo, I was like, I gotta get that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that point on, man, it was it was on. Jump online, yeah, while yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't know which one was out that yeah. time. That's funny as hell. <laughs> So tell me, man. So who are some of your idols in the game? Like, who do you look up to? Who do you inspire to be? Like, whether it's in business or acting, mm. whatever. Uh, wow. Uh, I looked up to. Um, there's a couple cats. I mean, of course, who I really admire is Samuel Jackson. Um, that that brother works. Man. Yeah, man. Sam Sam Jackson would do about five films in a year, damn near. Um, awesome. But his his worth ethic, his work ethic. Um, definitely Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um, super cool cat. Um, you know, Chadwick Boseman, mm. Don Cheadle, Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne. Um, you know, these are you know some of the cats that I, I look up to. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those are just you know, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is super dope. Like underrated, I feel, but just Jeffrey Wright is. Dope. He caught my eye in um, Shaft as Peoples. People. Oh yeah, yeah. Peoples is Jeff dope. Right, it's cold blooded, man. Bro, I, yo, he blew my mind. Like I, I liked him in that role, but it's crazy because I thought he was Spanish. Yeah, everybody. And then, did. <laughs> and then I saw uh, the movie about Basquiat. The yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. yo, that's it crazy. Is, like when I tell you, like he is probably top five on my list of like actors that I really admire and look mm-hmm. up to, he's that guy. Yeah man. People's oh that, man. he's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you seen that movie Game Night? No, he was I, in I it. heard it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to see it. I think that's with like Will Ferrell or something like that. Nah, it's with um Jason Bateman. Yes. Jason gotcha. Bateman. Gotcha. Uh, he played a short role and I don't want to spoil it, yeah, but yeah, you gotta yeah, see yeah, it's a yeah. short role, okay. but it was yeah. It was funny and I never seen him funny and I yeah. was like, yo, but yeah. he wasn't trying to be funny, funny though. Gotcha. And it was like, yo, dude, yo that's that gotcha. dude. I fuck with that dude. Shout yeah. out to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, um, 
So what do you do to avoid distraction and stay so focused? Because it sounds like, you know, this is all you want to do. You stay focused. You got your little side jobs. Yeah, but man. no matter what, this is the direction you're heading. Um, I think it's just, you know, your goals. Mm. Your goals and dreams, man. And I think once you write it down, it becomes, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and now you're, you're, you hold yourself accountable for that. Mm. Um, and for me, that is the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. The ultimate goal is to, you know, just just work, um, and it be, you know, twenty four seven three sixty five mm-hmm. in a way. Right. I don't have, like I said, I don't have to, I don't have to work a side hustle. Mm-hmm. I can just focus on my craft mm-hmm. and what I love to do. That keeps me focused that keeps me motivated right you know what i'm saying i see you know the the jason mitchells the michael b jordans the Issa rays the yvonne orgies you know um they're living yeah you know what i'm saying and all it is is just inspiration right the lance grosses you know what i'm saying this is just inspiration so mm. You know these uh you know these these artists you know definitely look up to them and you know love their grind and, and it's just something like yo yes that's that's exactly what i want to do right that's exactly what i want to be in right you know what i'm saying so, no i agree just the yeah. excitement of getting to the goal and seeing people mm-hmm. that are living mm-hmm. in it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah I, what am i doing yeah sleep is for yeah. billionaires baby i gotta keep you know going yeah. so yeah so i think you know for me that um that is the motivation mm-hmm. that, that drives me. That drives me. So that's what's up, man. Yeah. You know, because I, I, a lot of people that sat in that chair that you're sitting in, you know, and asking that question, what do they do to avoid distraction? They usually tell me about the distractions, like how, you know, they had alcoholism, mm-hmm. drugs, mm-hmm. women, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is LA, you know, yeah. you yeah. lose your mind out here, especially yeah. if you're single. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the women, the, the, let me tell you something, the women, the women factor, it is, it is tough, uh, but I think as you evolve and grow, you kind of see what it is, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You kind of see, like, the ulterior motives right. are, um, and especially, if, you know, when you, 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 you have somebody that's solid. I think when we talked off off camera, it was like, yo, if you you know you have something solid, mm-hmm. why do you want to ruin it for just this? Yeah, moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but like I said, for me, it's I've been in the game since '88, '89, and it's just like it's it's I eat, sleep, this, right, and that is the motivation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, for me, I'm focused. Mm-hmm. If it's not adding to me. Or add to my career, mm-hmm. uplifting me. I don't want period. Amen. To like that. literally, I do not want. So <laughs> for me, I try to stay busy as much as I can. Whether it's the side hustles, you know, the app, um, doing a play, doing independent or whatever. It mm-hmm. is. You know, right now I'm doing a sketch comedy show. Like literally right up the street. So. Um, oh, you gotta get me on there, baby. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, down yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah, like literally, this is the last Saturday. Tomorrow. Yeah, Saturday um, is our last run. Um, we started um, We started the second 
we did the second, the ninth, and the sixteenth. So we only did three uh, three Saturdays. But it's a sketch comedy show, mm-hmm. uh, social satire called "Who Shot Daquan," mm-hmm. dealing with the social ills, police brutality on black and brown, um, as far as dealing with our president, uh, political everything. All wrapped into one show, sketch show that's funny, mm. uh, but also we're delivering a message. So, you know, like I said, these are the things that keeps me busy. Um, and this is a collective group of individuals, talented individuals, uh, led by my buddy Kamala Dujabar, Kyle Irby, um, Dave Lease. Um, we just got together. Mm-hmm. Dominique, Bertina, Sarah, we all just came together and we've been rocking with each other for well over five, six years. Just, we just came together collectively and was like, yo, let's just put these sketch shows together. Mm-hmm. Let's bring some people out and let's display our talent and our gift. And that's what we do. So, that's great. like I said, that's part of the keeping busy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If it's slow, there's ways of still staying in it. Yeah, being creative. Being creative and keeping busy, man. So, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're doing, man. And that's what we've been doing. And that, like I said, that helps. When it's slow, I can do sketch comedy shows. That's building on my improv and you know timing and the whole nine. If I do a play, that's building on you know character development, study the whole nine. So. And it's added to the archive when it comes to the real. You know, you, know, you got you more know. content. You get, and then you bring people out to see what you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, come to my play, come to my sketch show. They're like, yo, this person is really in it. Yeah. Like, they really about it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know. That's how you can get on a TV show or a film or whatever. Just. Being able to position yourself, mm-hmm. position yourself, and bringing people out so they can see your talent. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, what's so the way you shooting or y'all showing? No, so this is a live show. This is like a live oh. sketch comedy show. Like okay. Some, like some Saturday Night Live without the cameras. Yo, son. Yeah, send me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might just take yeah. my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We could do something. Absolutely. Check that out. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's what's up, man. Yeah. I'm gonna definitely check y'all out, man. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, shit. It's like I, I don't know where to go because you talked about political. I want yeah. to. Do I want to go there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go there. What do you think? How you feeling about President Trump? Ah, oh, man, dude. It's um. I mean, it is what it is. He's shown us who he is, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know, he built he built his campaign on, you know, uh, like. Racially dividing people, mm-hmm. um, hate, <laughs> uh, fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know he, he is what he is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we can't get caught up in like, oh, just because he's our president, like it's doomed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we really look at just the history of this country, you know. Especially with people of color, we've we fought the odds. Yeah. So this ain't nothing new. Right. You know what I'm saying? The main thing is just stay focused. Mm-hmm. You know, keep learning and keep helping your 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 your, your, your fellow man and woman. And, mm-hmm. and and do what you do. You know, you cannot panic and, and get scared because he's in office. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, we deal with the the the, the Reagan era. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the Bush era. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's just one of those things of just, uh, you know, whatever you believe in, staying, staying, staying in that, mm-hmm. um, but also um, knowing what's going on around you. Yeah. 
you know what's going on. Being aware. Yeah, being yeah. aware. Mm -hmm. Being aware and you know, like that's as they say, this thing shit this thing shall pass. This too shall pass. Yeah, this too shall pass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the, you know, so it's just one of those things like, uh, yeah. you know, this dude's a he's he's a clown, man, and uh, but at the same time, like I said, you can't let him sidetrack you from what you have to do. Right, as a person, as a human being. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a fact. You're yeah. your own president in your own world, so you got exactly. to do it. Exactly, exactly. exactly. I get that. You can't let him distract you or, or scare you or get you off your your, your square. So right, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in the next five years, professionally and, and uh, definitely uh, really uh, you know, television series. Is doing films, mm -hmm. um, but also to being able to produce my own films because mm -hmm. my app. Mm -hmm. um, I, I truly, I truly believe this app is uh, not all, like I said is going to change the face of messaging. I would like to learn but, more. I mean, but, I can yeah, get yeah, yeah, I, on that. Off camera. Okay, off okay, camera. okay, more. But also, too, I definitely feel this app is going to. Um, Somebody's gonna acquire this app. Yeah. And when they acquire it, it's gonna be with a B. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking about bad, I'm talking about billions. Yeah, right, right. You know, so like I said, that's gonna be able to set um, you know, me up and then, you know, my legacy. Being able to take care of my mom. I got a niece and a nephew. You know, no nephew, kids? No kids. Definitely gonna get married. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So um You got a girl right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so definitely see myself, you know. Married, the whole nine. So that's in five uh, years. Yeah, yeah. What about yeah. ten? Ten, like literally, man. Still in the business, like really in it, full swing, going at it. Mm -hmm. um, films, television, creating, um, producing. Do you want your app in ten years? Oh, my app in ten years is definitely going to be integrated within society. You know, at that point, you know, that's it. Yeah. Well, give, me give me like 20 minutes. This one, I'm just Alright, thank you. Yeah. Um, I've been 10 years. Yeah, I've been 10 years, definitely will be, it'll be integrated in society. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll be, we'll come back and laugh and be like, ah, oh, you did say this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But, uh, but yeah, definitely 10 years, man. How we work this deal out. You know, whether it's licensing or whatever, right, right, still right. getting the check. Yeah. But also, too, I think taking that and investing in somebody else's um, ideas. Mm -hmm. Definitely want to do like an incubator. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out here, great minds with great ideas. So right. I want to be in a position to um, kind of help and cultivate and, and, and help them get their, their, their ideas out there. So. Sounds like you you want to be the next uh, Damon John. Hey man, you know, <laughs> do man, definitely, definitely. Nah, that's what's up. That's yeah. great that you. It sounds like you want to keep helping people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's I think that's what we were were put here for. I, I think it's definitely for to find our purpose. But I think for me, I found my purpose of uh, you know being 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 a servant. Um, for those less fortunate, mm -hmm. but also um, for those people who, you know, are definitely putting in, put, putting forth an effort, mm -hmm. um, and just being able to help them out, you know, that's that's just, you know, how I was raised. You know, you see somebody 
grinding it out when you see somebody with a talent or a special skill mm-hmm. and they need a little help I feel you should be able to jump in there and you know be a kind of like a bridge right to get them to, to the next level right without without looking at it like oh what you gonna do for me right how much money I'm gonna get off of this right, it's just right. like at the end of the day man if you know that listen as you bless people you know, God will bless you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to have the, the heart to do it mm-hmm. and not look for anything in return. Right. And I think that's where we kind of get the lines blurred. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I'm going to help you, but if I hook you up with this person, what percentage I'm going to get off of it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, come on, man. It's not all about that. It's not always about that. I mean, I, I, mean, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I've been in, on both sides of that fence. Mm-hmm. I've been the one helping for nothing. I've been yeah. the one helping for like, I yeah, 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 yeah. Especially, and I think if it's something that's taking your time and energy to a point where, yeah, you may want to see something out of it, but yeah. if it's just like, come on, man, like if you know making a phone call, if you know, somebody, if you know, know the person, yeah. like if you know the person, yeah, and you see them grinding, and they need a little help, it's just like, yo, let me make a phone call, plug you with this person, and whatever it is, y'all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. But if you don't really know the person, and they want, then I can see yeah. like, yeah, this is I, my feet. Yeah, this is my feet. Yeah, but if you know the person, yeah, like, come on, man, like it's ridiculous. Right, and, you, and if you know it, he'll do it for you as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But now nah, it, it took me a while to find my purpose. I feel like my purpose is to inspire those that's fortunate yeah. through what I want to do with my life. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Those Absolutely. that look up to me and yeah. follow me, whatever. So. Yeah. That's even stuff like this, you know, like basically expanding your horizons. The only reason I started this is because on um, um, LA casting, they were mm-hmm. looking for hosts and I didn't have a reel. Gotcha. So I was like, okay, let me start my own show. There you go. Boom, and now I'm getting there guests like you that now I'm using for networking purposes. Yeah, it's just growing Absolutely. from there. That's it. So, you know, doing the work. Yeah. Once you start, once you go and put, it, put, your, put your foot forward and do the work, man, you'll find everything will start to come to you. Bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Believing in yourself, having faith in yourself, everything is going to work out for the better for you. Yeah. Those things will be drawn onto you, right? Because you put that intention out there, you put that, and you put that energy out there, and the universe hears. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, cool. Well, yeah. we're gonna put this on you. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do? With what it? you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's yeah, real. yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Who you who you went for in the NBA finals? I went for uh, Golden State. I'm a West Coast cat, you know what mm. I'm saying? But don't get me wrong, I do love LeBron James. That dude is an amazing basketball player. Um, I hate when they keep trying to compare him to Jordan. I'm like, he already made his name. Like, he, yeah, he's like, his own yeah, Jordan. Yeah. He's, I, I, he's his own LeBron I'll James. I'll say this. LeBron is LeBron. He, if we're going there, it's like, you can, you can, you can tap him as... You can tap him as this generation. This generation's MJ. Yeah, LeBron James. Right. But it don't even have to be that. Though. It don't even have to be that. He's he is his own person. Right. But he will go down as one of the greatest basketball players to ever lace him up. Right. Period. And it happens. I mean, shit. At back in in my dad's day, they were saying Oscar Robinson and Pistol Pete and Will mm-hmm. Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when Shaq was coming up, I mean, you heard those comparisons, but nobody was like, oh, Shaq is the Wilt Chamberlain, of, you know what I'm saying? Like, is he better than... Michael Jordan has just been 
what everybody compares to, but it's just like, come on, man. It's Shaq like, is Shaq, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain. That's a fact. I think, <laughs> I think because, you know, Jordan left at the top of his game, but yeah. he's still with us because of his brand, like yeah. shoes yeah. and, you know, babies. Yeah. That's going to be in the, yeah, yeah, in the next 50 years to still be rocking right. Jordan. So it's yeah. like, yeah. he'll always be in the discussion yeah, because absolutely. of that. You know, Shaq, Shaq too, to a certain extent, but you know, ain't, ain't nobody buying no Shaq shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, at least I did it. Yeah. Actually, I'm bugging. I did. My mother bought it for me yeah. back in the day. But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, but as far as just take, you, you can't take away his game. That dude was a dominant player. Yeah, that's a fact. That dude was a dominant center. Mm. Period. And he has chips to prove it. Right. You know what I'm saying? LeBron has three chips. I think we we have to get out of comparing him to Jordan just because, you know, Jordan has six rings and LeBron needs to get six to be in. It's like, come on, y'all got to stop doing that. The man has three championships. Mm. He will be a Hall of Famer. Like, get over it. Where do you think he's going next? We would love to have him in Los Angeles. Me we too. Would love. I mean, Especially now that I'm here. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you something, man. I think, I, think, I think Magic has done some some rearranging to create some cap space to to be able to land uh, LeBron James. I mean, at the end of the day, it's L.A., man. Yeah, no. I mean, who yeah. wouldn't want to play for the purple and gold, baby? That's a fact. That's a fact. I heard he done not him, but the coach from the Spurs mm-hmm. wants him bad. Like oh, he's yeah, willing to go yeah. bad. Oh, I'm man. pretty sure. Every, I mean, at this point, LeBron can pick and choose where he wants to go. Yeah, I think LA is is it should come. There was a billboard. Yeah, um, we had. Yeah, they, I saw. It. Yeah, you yeah, saw it, right. Yeah. It's like Atlanta has one. Yeah, oh, they call it. Everybody <laughs> pulling out the billboards now to try to get LeBron. So, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You um, know what I'm saying? So, now nah, I think LA would be know. good for him. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would. Like it, I mean, plus it's like it's that atmosphere where celebrities are at anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's like, showtime, baby. Yeah, it's showtime. You know, so yeah, get here. We, we definitely, we definitely need him because uh, I mean, we got some, we got some solid players, but. If we can get a LeBron, then I think we have a chance. We definitely have a chance. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. More than a chance. Yeah. Yeah. More than a chance. We're in a rebuilding stage. I think, you know, that's how it was before we got Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. and Shaq. We had Eddie George, Van Exel, Campbell. And we went we went those years of just, you know, barely. And then once we got Kobe, it was just like, okay, we moved in Shaq. And then it was like, oh. So you need the someone to kind of yeah. make the team better, yeah, but that absolutely. one goal to guy. The Lakers have always had the man. Right. Whether it was you Magic. Know, Magic, Kobe, Shaq, we've always had a solid player. Or we had a tandem mm-hmm. point guard center. So mm-hmm. if we get LeBron, we'll, you know, it's all good. Ticket sales will go up, so... Yeah, Ooh, it will be like back in the day. You can go to a Clipper game for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look, it was a running joke. They was like, "Listen, when the Clippers were the Clippers were bad, they was like, listen, if you can go down there and the coach may put you in.' Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they may put you in. But now Clippers been showing showing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of um, new energy. Mm-hmm. I'll say so. You know, the Clipper tickets same damn near as the Lakers tickets. So. Yeah, nah, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for you, man? Um, I just booked a film um, called Red Rover. Congratulations. Uh, thank you, Thriller. And um, I start shooting that next month. Mm. And uh, got another film I'm about to do with Tridestin. Um, I think I start shooting that next month. 